Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1278, Lean Into It, by Casey Main of caseymain.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Hey, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, where I narrate blogs for you. Pretty simple premise. And I'm gonna keep this intro super short for you today, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Lean Into It by Casey Main of caseymain.com. Several years ago, I watched the movie People Like Us. Something about it just touched my heart. I never understood why this movie stayed with me over the years, but I think I finally figured it out. It comes down to three small words in the script. Lean into it. In the movie, Sam, the main character, played by Hottie Chris Pine, tells his nephew six rules of life given to him by his father. It's an emotionally charged scene, and I remember the anticipation I felt watching it, hoping the rules would be super insightful. Rule number one, if you like something because you think other people are going to like it, it's a sure bet that no one will. Rule number two, most doors in the world are closed, so if you find one that you want to get into, you'd well better have an interesting knock. Rule number three, everything that you think is important isn't, and everything that you think is unimportant is. Rule number four, don't where you eat. Rule number five, lean into it. And rule number six, never sleep with someone who has more problems than you. At the time, my socks weren't exactly blown off by these rules. Some I had already learned the hard way, particularly number four and number six. Others seemed a little overdone. But number five intrigued me. Lean into it. When his nephew asks what it means, Sam responds, it means that the outcome doesn't matter. What matters is that you are there for it, whatever it is, good or bad. Even after the explanation, I still didn't really know what it was saying. I mean, it's easy enough to understand, but it didn't truly sink in, until now. For as long as I can remember, I've been uncomfortable with change. I was the kid who sat in the same seat at the dinner table or in the car. I was the girl with the same weekend bar hopping routine for several years. I could eat the same thing every day for months and be fine. I still make my parents read our childhood Christmas books every Christmas Eve. I love tradition. I love routines. They are my comfort zone. We all have a comfort zone, and for the most part, we prefer to stay within it. And why wouldn't we? All-knowing Wikipedia describes it as a psychological state in which things feel familiar to a person and they are at ease and in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress. Sounds comfy to me. And it makes sense. Our brains are pros at pattern recognition. 
we find the patterns, physical and emotional, that are familiar and safe for us, and we nestle into that zone of comfort. We instinctively avoid any changes to those patterns, any discomfort, whether it be in the form of stress, anxiety, pain, fear, shame, vulnerability, disappointment, etc. Those things are all uncomfortable and therefore don't belong in our zone. Think about it. Even simple things like putting on a jacket or rolling over in bed are all just ways to undo discomfort. And this discomfort dodging starts at a young age. We experience something uncomfortable then strategize how to never feel it again. Psychology calls it the development of the ego, aka the sense of self. It is a self that is determined to stay safe and comfortable. Someone laughs while you're giving a book report in the third grade, so you avoid public speaking for the rest of your life. You have bad acne as a teenager, so you never leave the house without makeup as an adult. Or in my case, you fail at love with the right kind of guy, so you start looking for love in the wrong kind of guy, only to have those relationships fail as well, so you build a wall around your heart and stop letting people in altogether. Super smart strategy, I know. But what are we really doing to ourselves by avoiding feeling uncomfortable? Maybe discomfort in all its forms is as much a part of life as all the comforts. Maybe life outside our zone of familiarity isn't all that bad. And by avoiding it, maybe we are resisting the entirety of the experience, leaning away from really living. These thoughts have been bouncing around in my head as I sit here face to face with a lot of change in my life, with many of my patterns being rewritten leaving my apartment in the routines and solitude I came to know and love, leaving my job and the consistent salary that came with it to pursue a dream, living my single life and attempting to let someone new into my heart. With all these changes comes major fear of the unknown. Venturing outside our comfort zone is like venturing out into a foreign land. And for some reason, we tend to assume that land is hostile territory. It's like our brains freak out when a pattern we are familiar with all of a sudden ceases. What if I can't make enough money to afford a place to live? What if everyone sees me fail? What if I get my heart broken? Or worse, what if I break his heart? But if we've never been to this place outside our comfort zone, why do we assume it's hostile? It's just as possible that it's paradise. It might start a new and better pattern. We won't know until we get there. And that's the point, to be there, to experience it rather than avoid it. Change is a part of life whether it is change we are pursuing, change we never expected, or change that was always inevitable, it is going to happen. And so is the discomfort that comes along with it. All we can really control is how we approach it. I've decided to view the discomfort like a cold pool. You know it is going to be uncomfortable at first, but you also know you will acclimate after a while. And there are two ways to approach a cold pool. Hesitate in, slowly getting in, painstakingly feeling every moment of cold, dreading the next step further into it, or embrace it, jumping in, knowing it might be rough for a second, but trusting that you will quickly adjust. I opt for option two. I may not know where I'm going to live next or what kind of income I'll be able to bring in writing or what will happen with the new man in my life. It is all an unknown to me. It is all scary to me, but I choose to embrace it. I choose to explore the foreign land. I choose to lean into the change lean into the discomfort, lean into all of it. I choose to forgo my comfort zone and jump into life. You just listened to the post titled Lean Into It by Casey Main of caseymain.com. 
And Casey's post was also featured on thoughtcatalog.com. They have a lot of great blog posts there. And come visit Casey's site. She has a book, podcast coming soon, and a lot more. But that's enough for today. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.